Hey guys, welcome to the podcast CSTS. And before we start today, I have some good news for you guys. And the good news is now you can follow us on Instagram. Yay! So, if you have any recommendations, if you have any suggestions or if you think you have a topic that I should make an episode on, so please DM us. Our Instagram handle is CSTS podcast without any gaps all lowercase it's csts podcast remember it and let's get started so i'll start with a quick question and the question is do you think the language that we humans speak is different from the language that other animals speak well yeah i mean of course we know we are different than other animals but what i mean is do we really need such a sophisticated language i mean monkeys chimpanzees they have vocal language but they are able to communicate just fine even ants can communicate using chemical complexes and plants are also able to communicate using chemicals do you know how plants and trees communicate so what they do is just simply release some chemicals in air and when other trees come in contact with those chemicals they react in a very specific way mhm that's how it work so back to question so why or how did humans develop language so sophisticated i mean was it required was it a necessity well it was kind of so the first theory suggests that humans developed language because it simply helped them in survival i mean so they could talk about food locations they could talk about predators so they could simply say okay please don't go in that particular region because i saw a group of hyenas there and if you go there you're going to die for sure so they could just give detailed accounts for everything so that resulted in better coordination within a group now other theory says homo sapiens are simply social animals they need to talk about stuff they need to talk about different people they need to talk about the surroundings that's why this theory is called as the gossip theory mhm yep you heard it the gossip theory so well you might say ha i mean dude fuck it i don't believe it i mean how can gossiping be important for survival i mean <laughs> i really don't believe it so well it might not be important for us gossiping might not be important for us yep but it was for early humans so by gossiping they could know who to trust on by gossiping they could know who to avoid so one could simply say to other that you know just avoid that man because he cheated on his wife you should avoid him we should not include him in our group yep let's just avoid him so this gossiping led to better coordination within a group and better coordination means more chances of survival so a thing that developed alongside language was fiction mhm the ability to talk about things that really just don't exist for example gods devils myths and legends were created during this time so you might say okay why are we even talking about fiction i mean this is not an important part of our life well i guarantee you after this episode your minds are going to blow mhm okay so just a quick personal question how many people do you know and when i say you know i mean people you really know i don't mean to refer to your facebook friends your instagram friends so well maybe you might know around 50 70 or okay let's just go further you know 100 people 
Now, according to a research, a group of 150 people can bond together effectively when people within the group just simply talk to each other or just simply form relations. But after that number is increased further, things get a bit chaotic and messy. And that's where role of fiction comes. So the most important thing to remember is that if in a group the number of people are more than 150, then the group starts to break slowly or disassociate slowly. So the most important question then is, what is able to hold people in a building, in a town, in a state? And what is able to hold people together in a country? What is the binding force behind this thing? What is the binding force behind millions and billions of people? So let me introduce you to fiction. So what fiction do is simply allow people to bond to each other if they share common interest. So that is why we see people standing against any wrongdoings because they collectively believe in what is wrong and what is right. That is why we see people standing against aristocracy or monarchy because they believe in equality among humans. Well, I've never seen chimpanzees fight for equality or I've never seen any animal fight for equality. So these are just present in our mind. Equality and laws, they don't have any physical significance. I mean, when you're driving a car, you follow or we follow certain laws, but they don't have any physical significance. But they all are fictitious quantities. But remember, they result in better and effective coordination within a group. So that's why we say that humans have two realities. One is the physical reality, the reality that we are in, the world we are physically present in, and the other is the imagined reality, the reality that is present in our state of mind. So that reality contains our laws, your concepts of equality, and this part of reality is not yet present in other animals. But day by day, the imagined reality is getting more and more powerful and it drives the way how our society works. So I'll leave you guys with this today and I'll see you in the next episode. Till then, stay safe, stay healthy.